Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park James Chilton is back. New episode. He came back to us. What's up, man? Like a boomerang. I eventually <laughs> will come back. Dude, if you here. throw it hard enough, it will come back. I think that's how it works. That's what I've heard, man. <laughs> now, James, like I said, he's here. He's making us some, here made some Texas ranch water. Yes, Sarah, this Sarah, this is like Sarah's favorite drink now. So, okay. like, it's also, one. it's not my favorite also, but, well, tequila, I would say. I think I said that earlier. Man, we got so my tequila drink, so... Got the Termana tequila yeah. going. What's so this is the first time? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. All right. Here's that. It's good. It's tequila and Tico water, right? Tico yeah, Topo Chico. And then it's with the lime, and which is just like, you know, the mineral water. It's got the lime flavor. And then she put extra lime in there. Other yeah. than that, it's just the good stuff. And then uh, the mixing. Nice. <laughs> Mixer, rather. Yeah. Tastes good to me. I'm liking it. So. Texas ranch water. So I feel like we always drink about, or not drink, <laughs> talk, we always talk about a lot of alcohol starting yeah. first, but uh, yeah, I'm digging this, man. This is good. That's pretty good. Um, like I said, the, I know you're not really into the salt on the rim kind of deal, but. Yeah, are you? Uh, I, I kind of depends. Like, I usually, if we go to a restaurant and I got like a margarita, uh, I probably, I probably would say with, we just said margarita and they usually put it on there and I'll either. Take my like fingers and like rub the edge to like so if I want to drink it without the salt, I'll just have this the spot to drink it on the glass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not very really scientific, but you know. <laughs> well no, I'm the same way because usually I don't think about it. Yeah, I don't mind it, but if I had the choice, like nah, no yeah. salt. But you know, we've been talking about beforehand about how actually this is a good reason to bring this up. Salt is kind of helps more of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, your workouts and stuff, right? With the been finding, yeah, there's finding, more research about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that's kind of interesting. Uh, that's more credit to like Rob Wolf and like them folks. Yeah, uh, the you know, you're you're less likely to lose more water mm-hmm. you know, the more salt you have because. Uh, well, I guess salt is like the big one, but they say salts and they could also, it's like a broad brush that they refer to like electrolytes also. Like, you know, electrolytes, you know, is they're, they always do that joke of, you know, it's what plants crave. <laughs> you remember that, that Idiocracy movie? Oh, where, man. When they, they feed all the plants Gatorade and stuff like that because they're like, it has electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they think they grow. But yeah, but like, I mean, if you salt plants, they don't grow. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, uh, so I guess that's like the thing. So when like they talk about salts, they're talking about like, you know, you know, not not just your table salt, but like your electrolytes and things mm-hmm. like that. Because again, like off of his information, this is not stuff that I, you know, I'm not curating this information other than from what they've talked about is that you know the more some of those important parts of your, I guess, your anatomy would be the um, sodium and potassium pumps that kind of like. He's like regulates a lot of how your muscles work. So, I mean, without those, you don't live and you don't function. So, you know, if you were really, really low on some of the, I guess the idea would be that if you're really low in those things, like your electrolytes and you have really low salt and you'll probably have diminished function or not won't be as efficient. So mm-hmm. not, that's not to say that like when Matt Fraser said, Hey, I had a Snickers and a Coke after a workout, people should be going and just like spoon feeding like table salt into their diets. But usually 
if you're an athlete, we were talking about, if you have more of that, your you know muscle function would theoretically be more efficient. That doesn't mean again like you should go out and just munch on a whole bunch of salt, but right. I guess the same all the electrolytes, loss of electrolytes after like a you know as you burn it up and doing your workouts. So once you replenish that stuff, that's where you become more efficient. You get more your energy back, right? Right. So, well, circling back, he, he said that. Sorry, I'm rambling. No, you're fine. That's good. No, because when you're talking, I'm getting these thoughts. Okay, <laughs> let me ask him this part. But when he eats the Snickers, it's for the sugar with glucose. Uh, yeah. I mean, or glucose. glucose. Yeah. Yeah. Back into his muscles. Glycogen is like the stored form of okay glucose. Yeah. And, and that's the reason he's doing that immediately after, right? Because there is facts about hey if you eat this amount of sugar right whatever immediately after workout it's good but yeah you shouldn't be that's like the, pounding snicker the, bars exactly yeah because i guess in the body the way it works is the quickest and dirtiest version of this would be like your whatever doesn't get used gets stored so like fat um most people like demonize like look at fat as bad because they think of like fat on their plate equals fat on their waist and it doesn't necessarily work no, like that. It's not. But uh, fat is the one that doesn't have to get like modified or changed, uh, maybe a little bit, but very little to be stored. Whereas like protein and carbohydrate or sugar have to be processed differently and then they get stored. So like if you have a ton of sugar, your body's gonna be like, all right, we're good. Tank is full. We're gonna save it for later or start filling up somewhere else. So that's where. If you're very, you're, if you have a lot of Snickers bars, <laughs> like some of that's going to get used immediately, yeah. but some of it's going to get saved. So, Was that the same way with protein? Like if you Say if you are taking, I don't want to word this. Okay. So it, somebody tells you you need to have this amount of grams of protein a day, yeah. right? But if you are taking more into that, will it get stored as fat? Um. We should also say so, you're doing your precision nutrition thing. Right? Yeah. So you, you know, you're just not making stuff up. You can, No, yeah, no. Yeah, you pretty much know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> I'm not a professional. I don't, I don't know if you've ever, when you've been on here, if we actually told anybody that you are doing that part. Yeah, no. I, I'm right, have you, have you finished it? it? No, I'm like almost done. I'm, I put it on the side kind of right now okay. for the, I'm actually trying to go to grad school for my, to become a registered dietitian. So it, it's kind of in the same vein, but I'm doing my, I was kind of putting it off to the side while I do my prereqs. Okay. So, or paying more attention and I'll say it like that, but. Um, yeah, I, well, I mean, for the protein, is that what you're asking? Like, if you had a lot yeah, that was my, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we, um, we might be, we're kind of going off the salt here, but it was actually interesting because, like, the you, you will process, uh, like your sugar because, like, that's your gas. The protein, obviously, you use it for building muscle and, and other things in, in the body, but, uh, Protein is broken down differently than carbohydrate, and then fat is the one that is the one that has like the most energy. So that's the one that gets stored and used the most. As like, like if you're just we're right now just sitting here, mm-hmm. we're probably not using the sugar from a Snickers bar. You're probably from whatever you have later on your meal. But the most bang for your buck in your body, they'll use fat for or because it has the most. It's the most dense, like as far as like energy to get used. That would be your best bet. Now, the not not very efficient, where like your carbohydrate would be your fast and really, really efficient. Like think like jet fuel, right? Right. And your or gas gas in your car. Well the protein, if you eat excess, um it, it will get you know, it can be broken down and changed because the I guess the way the chemistry works is that they will your body will change it and store it essentially it doesn't. It doesn't get stored like whey protein, if that makes sense. It gets stored, but it's a different form of what you would eat. Okay. So a lot of people will just expel any excess that's not necessarily necessary. You could store it. Like if you were in starvation mode and you need, and you were only eating. If you only had access to, you know, your. If you only had access to protein, essentially your body would kind of process it so that it can be used for other things at the same time. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you know, most of the time, if you eat like a ton of excess you're either gonna yeah we will store it and process it differently but sometimes you just expel like um if you ate like a ton of extra protein powder every day to like keep supplementing yeah. you're probably just gonna pee it out or shit it out it's kind of the same way with vitamins too right yeah there's like a sweet spot for your body to absorb so like I mean it's not it will consistently if you keep overeating you will store but if it's 
Yeah, because your body's not using it, so it's going to it's going to store it. We'll just store it, and because that's more of like your survival of like we don't know when food's coming next. Natural instinct is like instinct, or that's your design. That's how you're made. Yeah, Yeah, to the store, but it stores his fat. Uh, no, not it it can be stored. So like that's where like fat storage is like where like adipose tissue. Have you heard of that? Adipose is just fat. Oh, adipose tissue is like fat tissue. You just you think of fat adipose. So like that is very. If you think of it as like a big trash bag, it's like the trash bag can be really like small and compact when you put nothing in it. Yeah. But then if you keep shoving stuff in there, it'll obviously get bigger and expand a lot and then it will still contain everything. It'll just be big now. So it's like the, it's essentially it's just like a big container. So if you constantly fill those stores where that post issue, fat stores, it gets stored that way because that's the easy way to store it because you know, the excess like protein and carbohydrate and stuff like that. Most of the time you just pee it out or mm-hmm. if it doesn't get stored. It's going to get stored in a way that's easiest for the body to handle. And usually that's fat. Okay. So if you have a shit ton of Snickers bars over and over, it does have fat. So that's an easy way for it to store, but it does have a shit ton of sugar. So at some point your body's going to be like, well, we'll start changing. We got our gas tank is full. We'll store it for later kind of deal. And, and a lot of times if you have a really high diet with a lot of sugar and a lot of excess calories, that's typically where people get in trouble with like soda and sugary drinks because it's very easy to really consume those really fast and have a lot yeah. of sugar. And that's where people get it more, get it mostly harder times with losing weight because it gets stored and usually gets stored in you know, like those adipose tissue or fat cells. I mean, again, this is like the quick, quick, dirty version. Yeah. But I mean, that makes sense because, you know, if I don't watch myself, I could easily crush some Cokes or sweet tea mm-hmm. or anything just easily, and I don't I forget the amounts of sugar in that. But I mean, I think on average, Coke is probably like 46 to 50 grams. I think like a Dr. Pepper or something like that has like one of the highest, or mm-hmm. was a root beer. It was like 52 grams of sugar per serving, which would be like an average person should have. It was really, really rough. It would be like what the USDA or I can't, I can't remember, maybe the like one of the governing bodies for uh, as far as like how much you should have a day would be like you should average probably maybe like 50 grams. As like, as, like a, as like a, hey, like you know, this type of sugar, the high fructose corn syrup, you probably shouldn't go over like 50 grams a day. Or if you had a Coke, you're already over probably what you would really need. So like so you had a Coke and then, you know, you also had like a shit ton of fries and a burger. And I mean, that all has carbohydrate in it because like, you know, right, vegetables and you know, let's say it was you had dessert after. All right, so what you having sugar in that? So that's that's where like a lot of times the excess sugary foods are usually what get most people in trouble. Rather than being like, I mean, unless you ate like a shit ton of avocados like every day, <laughs> like you were you were pulling down like seven or eight avocados a day, you're probably not going to eat. You know, well, avocados are high in fat. Yeah, they're pretty dense, and as far as like high in fat, and like I said, fat has more calories. Yeah. So. Well, a lot of people also get confused is that, in my opinion, that you know they see fat, they're like, no, no. Well, we shouldn't right. eat this because it has fats in it, mm-hmm. which they also think of fat as, oh, fat, I'll get fat if I eat this. But there's good fats. Yeah, oh, and yeah. And a lot of – like one thing I found out, you know, when with doing RP and stuff that actually – this is kind of where I'm going with this is that fats actually will suffice your hunger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's – That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I was like, oh, so I could eat fats. Like somebody's like, no, if it's got fat in it, you shouldn't right. eat it. But actually, if you eat the right amount of fats, like nuts or something. Yeah, like it, almonds. It, it makes or, you feel full. Yeah, it's satiating. So like the uh, – you're less likely to overconsume. Like when was the last time you, you were like, I, I just destroyed this whole bag of almonds. I just kept, <laughs> like, kept just going. Or like you said, you probably get tired of eating avocados before you were like – I've had eight avocados, but I'm going to put one more away <laughs> rather than being like, you know, I had a Snickers bar one. All right. Does anyone want ice cream? Yes, I will have some ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very easy to do or have like a Coke or whatever kind of thing. So, no, you're exactly right. That okay. is very satiating. So, that kind of answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was yeah, just, yeah. you know, just trying to get – because I think there's a lot of confusion with fats and people were just okay, yeah, like that's- immediately just like, no, if it's got fat in it, I mm-hmm. shouldn't eat it. Yeah, because it's been kind of demonized. Uh, like a lot of people will, will say, "Hey, you should just low fat foods is the best way to go." Because they they like a lot of a lot of uh, let's say organizations uh, like the the leading one that most people use as a reference, like USDA and all that. Mm-hmm. Or food, the like the My Food Plate. Have you heard of all that stuff? Like 
they give out the general guidelines of like what people should eat. An average person should eat. Like food pyramid? Kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. They have like a new version of it's like called my plate now. And so instead of having like a pyramid, obviously it's just like a picture of a plate where they also recommend like portion sizes of essentially there'd be the plate and they have like a, a reference of how much you should have on your plate every time it, in addition to like all the different it's like the pyramid all the things in the pyramid just portioned out also but they also say oh you should have an you know the you know high fat diets will kill you because you'll lead to heart disease and all that mm-hmm. stuff but i mean there's a lot of folks and you've t- learned about a lot the the carnia or sorry learned about you know you know a lot of people that do like the carnivore diet mm-hmm. um the people were used to say like, oh yeah, well high saturated, high high uh, saturated fat diets are going to give you a heart attack. Like yeah. that's what's going to give you a heart attack. But you know, it's different that if you're eating high high saturated fatty foods from McDonald's compared to saturated fat from like like good beef or good like, meat, like other like grass fed beef, yeah, grass fed yeah. beef or like you know game my wild game or something like that mm-hmm. usually those are very lean so like if you're gonna have saturated fat like but I mean, it's not bad for you but if you have a shit ton of it and it's really really highly processed that's where it's like okay that's kind of mm-hmm. not the best well so. that's well that's one of the narratives bringing that up is that if you eat a lot of red meat that all of a sudden you're gonna have a heart attack in no time but I feel um, like every other year they say red meat you know red meat's gonna kill you and all that but yeah, well, yeah you know and that's pretty people are like oh you shouldn't eat this much red meat but you should just eat more Fish, I guess, and or like lean meats. Yeah, yeah. they don't. They think the saturated. Well, they say the saturated fat. And I'm saying that like, like yes, you eat as much saturated as you want, but typically, most of the time, most people have had the trouble with the highly processed stuff. But well, a lot of people put on or not, a lot of companies are actually saying zero trans fats too. Right, and, and that's that's those are good that a lot of people are doing it because it's the body uh, <laughs> is harder for the body to process and it's not as healthy compared to. You know, good fat that you would get from an animal rather than genetic or uh, uh, synthetic. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I don't not the word not the word I'm thinking of, but like synthetic uh, is not the right word, but process like man made. Yeah, yeah it's like essentially man made processed foods. Yeah, and like it, they use it as a preservative because it resists like spoiling. So like mm. trans fats and stuff like that. But there's just the body. It's harder in your body. It's harder to process and. I heard it processed like it's just not as healthy for you. Yeah. Well, who who wrote the carnivore diet? The carnivore um, code, Paul, Paul Sal- Saladino. Yeah, he yeah. was he he just said no. There's no. Uh, I don't know. He said there was the studies he actually proposed in his book was saying that yeah you can eat red meat and you'll be fine. Yeah. I, again, yeah. like he's eating like probably the best quality you can get, Correct. but he is eating majority of that, and he probably has a little vegetables in his diet or a little fruit and stuff like that, but it's mostly meat. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's and other studies have come out that have say, hey, yeah, if you know, uh, John Wellborn, right? Yeah, he's a proponent of, hey, yeah, if you eat red meat with some vegetables, you're going to be okay. Yeah, especially you know, it's like you said, like leaner red meat, grass fed mm-hmm. meat and stuff, or wild yeah. game, or like you know, your better types of poultry or fish or mm-hmm. yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, so. just only be, I guess, what tons of just fat, straight fat off the. Yeah, I mean, like the better quality of the meat, it'll be leaner, anyways. But uh, like he, they do a lot of hunting, so mm-hmm. they get a lot of wild game and stuff like that. And like has super lean, I but mean, it's a, the fat that it has on it is very minimal. But you know. well, remember, uh, I don't know, I can't remember if Rogan was talking about it or what. But you know, elk is like really lean, right? I think. And is it moose too? That's really lean. Um, rat, no rabbits are really lean. The, the, well, this is where my point was. Okay. Like, the guy who won the Alone series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was eating hares. And they were just so lean, and there's no fat. Had almost on nothing on yeah. Yeah, and so he was doing really well, but all of a sudden his body was just like, we need some type of fat, yeah. you know. And I think I don't can't remember if he found a moose or what happened, but yeah, he finally found something. Yeah, that actually a lot of, helped. They had more fatty. Yeah, it helped him out yeah. a little bit, but that's kind of like, oh yeah, you can eat really really lean meat, but all of a sudden your body does. Yeah, you do need fat. Yeah, some type of fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it needs something. So yeah. yeah. But typically, if you're looking for wild or for lean, leaner meat, those wild game is going to have that. That's probably your best bet, yeah. Well, I, mean, look, I mean, look at I – mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah, off yeah. there. But, you know, like if you look at elk or – I mean, I'm not sure about a deer and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, they're always running and they're always looking for food and mm-hmm. stuff. They're just not storing up. Yeah. 
that's where like you know you're exactly right because a lot you know a lot of the that's why a lot of people that do hunt don't like buying meat or getting meat from the farms where they just they have like fat cows because they make more meat and it's but it's fattier so like you know they're gonna be it's a different kind of meat than you know a wild a wild deer is gonna have a drastically different like you know nutritional profile than a cow that's been in a farm and a pen just being fed um what yeah what are they not they always say grain free or whatever i can't remember the grass finished and things like that yeah grass fed but yeah if it's like if it's fed like whatever like this the cheapest feed or whatever it's probably going to be fatty because it just sits around and eats but that's how they want it because they get paid based off like the pound not necessarily that it's super lean and healthy but it makes sense. Yeah, so the government subsidizes farms like that, right? So right. if you grain feed them, and obviously when they go to the market, and if you sell them, we probably should look more into this. If you sell it at a higher weight, right, well, you're, you're going gonna to get more off of it, yeah. for more meat out of it. Right, because you're selling more of a product, more yeah, product, rather. But then it comes into, oh, these are grain-fed cows or whatever. That's not going to be necessarily the best meat for you but I've been looking at uh, you know what regenerative farming is yeah mm-hmm. yeah so if you start getting ga- or get cows who are just eating grass mm-hmm. and whatever they naturally want to eat that's going to be your best bang for your buck right. even though if it's not sell at auction the highest weight or whatever but that's it's, it's probably it's nicer like it's more expensive because it's a better quality of meat right so that that's like the market where like they can charge more because it's a better type of meat rather than like your high fatty yes they're gonna sell it more of it because it's easier to produce and all that but like mm-hmm. you're saying like you know those cows that are doing the regenerative farming are moving doing their natural stuff it's just more expensive to do that mm-hmm. but it's a nicer product yeah i've been watching more documentaries on that and you know for those who don't know what regenerative farming is from my take on it that i've gotten mm-hmm. is that and change correct me if i'm wrong or anything oh, but, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like all right so say all right this table is your land all right and so if you divide this in four sections, you'll have the cows who will grain off, grain off, graze, up, yeah, graze off the grass <laughs> or grass for this area for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time. And then after that de- grass is dead or whatever, they've ate it all, you move it on to this next section while this grass will grow back right. naturally. And then you just make this whole circle. Mm-hmm. And then that's what's better for the cows and also better for us as we you know we eat those cows. Right. And... Yeah, I'm not sure where I was going with that point. No, I, but, yeah, but I think that's more of a better way of just keeping the cows in one solid area. We're giving them right. grains that also could be uh, they, the grain is not always pure. I guess. Uh, is that what I'm I think? It's just, yeah, it's like, like so because like, when they go there through the crops and they're 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 getting other rodents in there, right or other pesticides exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's what we whatever that's what I was to go with. whatever it's included in the feed or you know it's like the. This is why I like doing this. It's I get like, my thoughts out. It makes more sense when I'm trying. Th- it might take me a minute to think yeah, yeah, it, no, but I, I get it out I there. I know okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, so you're, it costs more because now instead of having like, you know, just buildings full of cows that, like buildings of like, you know what I'm talking about? Like they have like a. Silos? Not like a silo, but like, let's just say they have this massive building that has just like a cover on. So they just, they just have pinned up cows that are just eating the feed or whatever. But. That's probably they can probably put cows like you know stack them up in the inside in those buildings. Not built. I'm not. I say building, but like covered areas. So like they're not sitting on the rain like or the sun all day kind of thing. But I'm not a farmer. I don't know. Sorry, I'm just talking about my ass. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, before I cut. Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off, but like my dad's a dairy farmer, and I got a cousin who does beef farming. So maybe mm-hmm. I should talk to them yeah, more. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Right. There we go. So yeah. maybe this is something to come. This could be man. like the follow up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, y'all all right. Yeah. So remember everything we said in the last one. <laughs> Didn't know a thing. Practice. <laughs> um, but they they can in that. Let's say you have the same amount of property, right? And you're gonna know you're gonna free. You're not gonna do the regenerative farming. You could this whole place. You could just stack ass to ankles uh, with cows and mm-hmm. just give them that cheap food. Or the less high quality food, or let instead of letting them graze, where you could get this many cows, like that would cover up the entire table. But if you didn't have the, if you use like the more of the regenerative farming, you were going to have less cows and use like the spaces, like you're saying, like let's say those four spaces or whatever, right? You'd rotate them. Well, if you had that entire 
like the same amount of cows, you're going to need that much more space. So it's like, you know, it's more expensive probably for the farmer and or the whoever's raising the cattle and all that. Because if, for enough, for that to be enough space and food, like if you have so many cows, you're going to need so much land. Mm-hmm. But if you have all of these, you know, cows eating the, the low quality food, they can just throw it in like a trough or something like yeah. that and let them do rather than, Hey, they're naturally going to walk around and either get their own or eat their own grass and all that stuff. You know, does that make yeah, sense? It does. Because so. I think that's where like if the government subsidizes before you even plant or do anything, mm. uh, a farmer can automatically know they'll have profit off this year just based off subsidization. Right. Subsidization. And so without actually just having to go out there and like doing extra work, I guess, and moving the cows, hoping that they'll be able to produce enough, I guess enough feed or mm. enough to send the cows to market. I'm probably way off base here. Right. Yeah. But, and they're going to probably just like what you're saying, lose profit just from farming. But yeah. if they do it, the old, well, I don't know if it's a new fashion. More efficient way for them probably. Yeah. More economical. A more right. efficient yeah. way for them to make money. Right. For a farmer right, to right. make money. But if they do it more of the regenerative way, they're not always could be their profit in their right. pockets. I guess it won't. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, that's like a lot of people like Joe Rogan here on his podcast. He doesn't like, he doesn't like the, uh, like the systematic raising of animals just to kill farm, them. Farm, uh, factory farming. Yeah. Factory yeah. Far- essentially that's what we're saying. Like factory farming of like, rather than them doing the regenerative farming and let them naturally do the thing, they're just kind of like, you know, raising them to kill them. Right. And obviously, but you know. Well, that's how they're making their money, but right. But compared, that's compared to the what we're saying is like, yeah, you know, they're not going to make as much money, maybe, or they may not make as much money because you know they're just they don't really care their quality of life. They're just raising them to kill them, mm-hmm. rather than hey, I'm going to do better for the animals, even though they are going to be meat product at some point. But they're going to have the ability to move around and right not being like a pen all day. You know, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. So I, no, it does. I think a lot of people don't like, don't really know where their food comes from. Like yeah. they go to the grocery store and they're like, it's just there. Yeah. It's just there. I'm like, yeah. You know, where does ice cream come right. from? It's just, it's in the grocery it's, store. It's in the grocery yeah. store. Aisle eight. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's where it comes from. <laughs> How did it get there though? So, but yeah, I mean, because some, you know, cows or pigs, chickens, whatever, those, you know, chickens especially will live their lives just sitting in, um, yeah, and cages um, and cages, shit like that. yeah, topped on top of each other, and they're <clears throat> shitting on top of each other. And yeah, if you want chicken or burgers from McDonald's to cost a dollar or whatever, yeah, that's what has to be done. Right. That's the reason it's found out that way. But as we're saying, to get better quality types of meat. So that's when eggs. you go to like a nice restaurant and they're like, yeah, this is a chicken that has been not in a cage or whatever, or Correct. wherever they say it is, right? You know, that's, like cage free. Yeah, cage free. Or, you know, that's going to cost you more because it's probably going to be a better product. But yeah, like compared to getting you chicken sandwich at McDonald's, McDonald's <laughs> for a dollar. Compared to going to, I mean, Sharky's is not like, you know, fine dining, but uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not like the Ritz Carlton, they're having, you know, the same chicken that comes from. The goes to McDonald's is not going to the Ritz Carlton for I their that kind of thing. Well, yeah, it's like so. That's why like the pink slime people were talking about, like in the chicken nuggets and stuff like that, like really highly processed, and it's just like the cheapest chicken that they can get. Because how many chicken nuggets do they make a year, or how many you know across the United States, across the world, making shit tons of chicken nuggets? So. Uh huh. Yeah, no, I was watching. There's a documentary on Netflix, and is it Woody Harrelson? Got he's a, he's a narrator. Yeah. Uh. The taste, no. The last harvest, mm. fuck. I wish I had my phone. I got my phone, but I don't want to look at it because yeah. I know I'll get off subject. But anyway, he, there's a there's a narrative. I'm not a narrative. A documentary on Netflix. He's the host of it. And it's talking right. about regenerative farming and how, you know, kind of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. How if you want better meat, you should do it this way. But if you, you know, you want the poor people are kind of what I shouldn't say the poor people, but I, I know what you're people saying. with lower incomes, right. They can't afford the high quality yeah, stuff. Yeah, but this is, you know, why they're in favor of it is just because they can, they're able to get, go to McDonald's right. and feed a family of four mm-hmm. for what, 20 Cheap. bucks? Yeah. yeah. For, yeah. And get a, a full meal, but they're obviously, they're not getting, it's nutrient deficient food. Right. Yeah. They think they're getting a full meal, but it's really not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy. It's like the, you know, just like kind of anything else. You're going to, I got to this stuff. Yeah, keep talking. No, you're, keep You're going to pay more for a nicer product. So, yeah, you're going to pay more for that, you know, more humanely raised or more let's say like more nutritious beef or chicken but it is going to cost you because it's cost more to provide that product compared to 
chickens on top of chickens and racks and shit like that, where you know this is going to be a chicken nugget at some day. You know, mm-hmm. that is not going to be the same as you know a sit down restaurant that's going to charge fifteen dollars for a chicken sandwich. Kiss the to- ground. Okay, that's what okay. it's called. But so. yeah, but one thing he said in there is that I don't know how true this is or how they got this information. So if we keep when I say we, I'm not farming, obviously, but if farmers keep doing exactly how we're farming now, right? we have 60 years of harvest left for this earth hmm. to... Yeah, so that's that's all we got. At the same levels, right? Yeah. If we keep doing it at the same level, and they were kind of talking about with greenhouse gases, and I might be butchering this completely so people don't get mad at me, just watch the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, get mad at Woody. This is yeah. <laughs> this is part of the whole climate change. Is that you know we're tearing up the earth mm-hmm. and you know, oh gosh, I don't. Know, but that that's what's caused like hate, you know yeah the byproducts and, of, and greenhouse of, gases and yeah there you go. Essentially, the byproducts are the uh, cost of doing business the way that we've been doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but if we all get back, to, if we get because regenerative farming is basically essentially the way our ancestors grew up farming right. and grew up farming and did their farming because we didn't have these high tech yeah, more natural yeah it was yeah. all natural stuff and they just let the cows do whatever they right. wanted to do but it was just feeding uh, I guess their village or towns like, right then and it's like a maybe a fraction of the percentage right that the United States is or the world is right now right because yeah. everything was smaller then so they but didn't I, need oh sorry to me. No, 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 no. I keep having these thoughts it's like I gotta say it no it's all good yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like there was a a thought that was said on there Talks just growing there. Uh, Sarah's talking out there, I think. Okay. Watch your shit. I thought COVID Okay, so there was a thought that. Fuck, I think sorry, I was, I sorry, 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 sorry. That if we keep doing it this way, that we're not going to. I already said that 60 years. Right. This okay. Is here, yeah. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So that if we keep. All right, so factory farming, which is allows us to feed. A population the size of America, right? So if we went into this regenerative farming and natural, more mm-hmm. natural ways of trying to feed our people with meat, that we don't know if we could feed the amount of people in right. America. It'd be the the amount of space needed would be like double the size of the country or something like that, right? I, I guess, yeah, and essentially that you know just doing it this way just. Raising cattle, chickens, or mm-hmm. whatever pigs just to kill them, like you said earlier, to kill them because we can throw out some just tons of bacon everywhere. But right. if we did it naturally, I don't think that we can just kill or all. Or price of bacon is going to be real expensive. Yeah, right I think now. that would be more to what it is. And mm-hmm. that it's like, okay, well, I guess America's not going to be eating meat anymore. It's kind of like the nature and, of. And this is where the poor people. I'm sorry, again, I cut no, you off. This is saying. where the poor people. God, I hate saying that. The, the poor people. This is where lower income people. Less fortunate. Yeah. Less okay, fortunate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, will suffer from because they will not be able to go to McDonald's. Right. To get a or dollar. They, they won't be able to afford bacon if it's $15 exactly. to get a pound of bacon. But even though they think it's it would be very better for them. Oh, yeah. Much better nutritional wise. Nutritionally yeah. rather. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I like. I feel like I'm offending a lot of people right now. But I would say you're offending. I mean, <laughs> like. Yeah, but I think these are just statistics. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. Is, yeah. A science, or there's some somebody that's living paycheck to paycheck is not going to be yeah. willing to spend the same amount. Maybe not willing to spend. I'll say they're not to live beyond their means to buy bacon. Mm-hmm. Rather than if it's ten dollars to get a pound of bacon, and then there's like two dollars to get a pound of bacon, you're like, well, makes sense for me to get the two pound or yeah, two dollars. Why, why so, would I not do that? But that's just like the simple economics of setting the price that low because it's cheap and easy to produce and. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, I've heard that before. That the, I hear, I hear it with. Uh, I mean, have you heard of that? The argument where people are saying we should switch to like the gas made out of corn. Have you heard of that? Like gas, the, gas like uh, fuel, gas like instead of like oh like, alternative like vegetable oil. Yeah, or using put in yeah. for their for the cars. Yeah, instead I've, of using. I've watched um, a couple of YouTube videos of guys instead actually of using oil, right? You know, or crude oil or. But uh, instead of using the current way, like when you go out and fill up your car, use like the regular gas. Mm-hmm. They would use like your vegetable-based gas. And I, I remember I don't. It's probably way different, but I remember hearing the statistic being like the 
for the United States to do that, just for the United States, essentially they would have to use every square mile of the United States to only grow corn to produce enough to get close to where we'd need to be for the fuel usage that of the country or of our country. So just essentially our you country just, alone. Yeah. The visualization was like knock everything down. Everything is a cornfield. Now the only way we would be able to sufficiently, our economy would be able to survive would be to grow corn. And that's the only, the only product that we make just for the gas, the equivalent. It's not like a real world situation, real world situation, obviously, but like, but just to fuel like cars, yeah, lawnmowers. Like the, the amount of gas exactly. that we use in this country would wow. would essentially be like we can only grow corn and that's it. And we'd also probably need corn from other countries. <laughs> so like, to, if we're going to use that, and then you can't use the same. Well, if we weren't able to get gas anymore, I mean, it was it's either that get vegetable oil or electric, right? Yeah, I mean, for the, I mean, realistically, I mean, the the reason why we're doing it this way is it's the most efficient for us to do, most cost effective, right? I mean. Just take gas from the Middle East, and uh, yeah, or like you know, we did have our. I mean, I'm not trying to get political or anything like that. I mean, like the pipeline and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and does make it harder, and that's why gas prices are up and things like that. I know there's not more of a, it's not that easy of a you know, uh, a relationship, but you know, we do have our own, like you know, we, we do pull out gas. our own oil, yeah, our own reserves or our own resources, but yeah, we do trade a lot for a while. I think we were self sufficient. And we didn't, we were not having to buy as much as we did, or I can't remember the numbers or anything like that, but because I don't, I'm not that educated in that area, but you know, we were very self-sufficient. So that's why gas is like really cheap because that we were able to produce a lot right. by taking our own. And now that recently um, with, you know, having to do with less, we have to import more or we have to get more from other countries. And that's where it, you know, price goes up, things like that. I'm not an economist, so this is pretty, really rough and dirty, and people are probably like, that guy is dumb. Stick in your lane. But <laughs> you, you can decide DM me or yeah. email us. And we'll, we'll, you just play, James you, is trash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just, no. just get him off your podcast. And, and we'll, we'll talk about it later what we fucked up on. <laughs> but uh, don't America have reserves of I mean, Yeah, we have like somewhere. reserves. Yeah, but I think that's more of like your reserve is – if I mean, obviously, I don't want to use the reserve. That's to, only if, like, zombie apocalypse. Right. Let's happen. say right. tomorrow they're like, we can't get any more out of the ground. Okay, we have this much until we can figure out what to do with next. And I kind of think, again, I don't know, but I know there is, they do have reserves. So, yeah. I mean, like, a couple, couple of years ago, they dipped in a reserve to, like, kind of like ease. And I don't even know. What's, like, prices going up? Yeah, like, whenever I think, I don't know. They I try to keep them at a. Yeah, to essentially keep. The price to a certain point, they're like, all right, all right, we're in a crisis right now. We need to dip into the reserves a little yeah. bit. And, yeah. But so gas wouldn't go to four dollars, right? A gallon. Or ten dollars a gallon, or whatever it was. And I mean, I mean, if gas did go to, I mean, I, around here, what is it? Two, like almost three dollars, almost just under three, probably. Yeah, it's like two sixty, so, two seventy, probably two seventy. Okay, that sounds right. So if gas did go up, let's say three plus dollars, California. Gallon, I think it, it's it, like four yes, plus five. Yeah, bucks, certain states stuff like that. I mean, if it was that, let's say, it was normal for gas to be five dollars plus all right. over America. I mean, that would crush people a lot. I mean, well, I mean, a lot of you know, so many people had to drive thing, you know, drive. Yeah. A lot of our shipping is off of, I mean, diesel and gas, gas, diesel, things like that. I mean, that costs a lot of money. So, yeah, yeah more expensive price goes to go, that kind of thing. But, well, I mean, that's more of the. Uh, to get the electric cars going, like Tesla, right? Yeah. I mean, have you ever rode in a Tesla? Right? I've never been in a Tesla. Sarah either. has been in a Tesla. Um, I would like very it? much so like to be in a Tesla and see like the acceleration that everyone, everyone talks about. Like, <sighs> like you like, just hit the gas and it's they, like yeah. zero to 60 in like 1.9 seconds. Yeah, it's like insane. I, I like roller coasters, so that makes me think of like a roller coaster for some reason. But then I'm like, all right, I'm kind of scared because <laughs> it's not a roller coaster on a track. It's a, a car, but... No, he, he's Elon's making a. I think it's a Roadster, which obviously along the Cybertruck, it hasn't come out yet. But I think it's supposed to be like the fastest car zero to sixty. I don't, a production I don't, I don't, car. He he's like the guy that's like I'm going to make oh, the yeah. fastest thing ever. <laughs> I'm going to send it to space, and, and, and I'm also going to have one down here too. <laughs> but no, it's. I've I've watched videos on it and stuff, and heard him talk about. It. It's like I want one. 
Give me the road. Oh, I just do the Tom Segura, right? And just like, like drive it around for, what does he do? Drive for a week yeah, or something like I, that? You know, I, I, I wish I could get involved with that. <laughs> just, you know, somebody sends you a car for a week and you just film it and like, oh, it's like, just someone toss you the keys. You're like, yeah. see you in a week. Yeah, I think he had a, last one I saw on his, one of his YouTube videos, he was driving like a Hellcat. I think it was a Charger or Challenger. One of those. And he was just ripping it down. Oh, I, I guess the 401. Is it a 401 in Los Angeles? Yeah, LA? Or 405? I don't know the numbers. Yeah. But anyway, he just ripped it down the highway. And he was just like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's got to be so badass. Yeah. Yeah, I like speed. So I would definitely be interested in in, in the drag. That's like one of those. Uh, you ever hear about the the NASCAR experience? You could go do that, or you could like go and I think you. I'm sure if you know people, you could probably get your hands on one and drive one. But you would get driven you know. around by. So what? It's, it's all, all about, about you. Know. Know. That's right. Um, Life where <laughs> where where you would get to ride in the. Like the pass, they rigged up a NASCAR to have like a passenger seat, so they have a professional driver take you around you just the, at the speed it? of uh, what a race is like. Fuck. And so it'd be essentially like a custom made car that they would take you around. Whereas like usually they don't have a passenger seat in the NASCAR or original you know NASCAR during a race or anything like that because that's extra weight and all that stuff. But um, so they have either a professional driver or they'll have you know someone that is either a former race car driver. I don't know. But they have somebody that, that knows what they're doing so you don't die. Yeah. Uh, they take you around and, like, whip you around the course and stuff like that. I would like to do that just to see what the insane We're speed is going like. 200 miles an hour right. probably. Or like, or, like, you know, the uh, Formula One cars and stuff like that when you see, like, I don't really watch racing, but I, I do like know. watching the videos every once in a while. I probably won't sit down and watch a race for an hour. Right? Being like, I'll watch a clip of them. Being See, like, I can't do that, man. When like does the like the car does like this? They have like the camera on the side of the like the guardrail or something like that, mm-hmm. and the car is like a blink. It's, like, <laughs> it's like going like real fast. You're like, yeah, exactly. You're like it's going insane speed. I would like to be able to to know what it feels like to drive that fast. It's also scary at the same yeah. time. But yeah, my uh, I think my uncle did it. I think at Disney had they had some kind of relationship with that, but oh yeah, they called like the driver experience where you could get in one of those cars and then like, like the, Daytona or something. No, wait, that's the Daytona Beach. So Disney's Orlando. Maybe, maybe they had a thing there. A, or, uh, I'm sure there's a race course in Orlando, right? It's got to be shaped like a Mickey Mouse ear or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we have our Disney. Yeah, we have no, our own racetrack. No, no one likes probably. Racing. No one likes fucking racing there. I'm, I mean, <laughs> they have their own sports. Uh, complex right. so I'm, why not i don't know so maybe it's maybe it's not like authentic nascar course or a course racetrack <laughs> who's winning the match um <laughs> uh but he my uncle i think my uncle did it and for there's something in my brain that says like the person that he talked to was like yeah i would not like to be the passenger because now i'm only a couple inches off the wall oh, compared sure. to being <laughs> like a couple feet off the right wall. there is now you're the fastest moving object in the state and you're <laughs> right up against the wall anyways what do they go so nascar probably gets up to 200 something like that right what, what does formula one get up to i think they it's gotta be faster, more than that. right yeah hmm. i don't know yeah i don't know either you look at those videos and this is like a blink of an eye and it's like past them yeah it's like real it's like shit but yeah i've never have you ever been to a nascar race or anything no i've been to a qualifying once and mm. i was Seventh or eighth grade in Martin, Martinsville. Martinsville Speedway. <laughs> yeah, watch me. Did you have time while you're there? Uh, I mean, it's okay. You just... Yeah. All right. What was the fastest lap? The next car comes up. I mean, I was just think me and my brother my mom. I mean, it was... Like it's, a, like it's interesting, but I don't know if I can sit down and watch a race. Right? Yeah. I've never been... Maybe the last lap. <laughs> yeah, that's usually... Growing up, I mean, I think, you know, some of my family would watch it, and it was just... I could never just sit there for three hours right. just watching them, but, you know, like, I think my stepdad would, and mm. just, I can't... I mean, half the time he's probably dozing off too. Right. But it's like, all right, you know, three laps go down, down in this one. That's like uh, when we talked about baseball the other day. Like, you know, if I was at a baseball game, I, I would, for some reason, I am just naturally like, I focus on the game a lot. Yep. And if I was to watch it on TV though, but I'd be like, not really paying attention, just yeah. casually paying attention yeah. or casually watching the game. But if I was actually there, it'd be different. I don't know if I'd like to go to a NASCAR race. I'd probably just say I would, but. My thing is just so fucking loud, I think. And it's just. I wouldn't want to. I, I just don't have that appreciation, yeah, I guess, for it. Yeah. I guess, yeah. That and just like, all right, is this an excuse to drink or 
have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like, isn't the uh, you know the the horse racing essentially like the upper class NASCAR? I mean, essentially oh, the same. Yeah, it's it shorter, right? Most people just go for the party, like the yeah, Kentucky and, Derby and the gambling. Yeah, most people just go for the gambling and the yeah. drinking, <laughs> the fun stuff. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, you know, I would like to attend the Kentucky Derby at least yeah. once in my life and put a little money on there. But right. I haven't, you know. I feel like a lot of my family is gamblers, but I have a, one of my uncles, he's a huge like horse racer. Yeah. And he'll gamble. Like I don't know how the, on the internet he can watch the races. Like mm-hmm. I always thought it was just like the Belmont, the Preakness and the Kentucky Derby. But there's but, fucking always races. There's right? always yeah. horse races. Yeah. I, I guess growing up, but I didn't know that, but I always thought, Oh, they only race like three times a year. Right. All right. But no, he's on there every All weekend. The time, yeah. yeah. And there's these off track betting parlors. He'll mm-hmm. go to, I think there's one in Rona colonial downs. You think so? I think, I, that sounds familiar. I think there's one familiar. in Martinsville or Daniel too. But anyway, he'd go there and he'd, like they have races all over the country, and you can mm-hmm. bet on them right there. And you just go sit and watch and drink. <laughs> and I was like, well, damn! When we went to Vegas, when we went to the hotel, uh, they had one of the largest sports bet like in Vegas at the hotel. And I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank now in the hotel. The Blues. Great story, James. Bellagio. Um, Bellagio. 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 Um, MGM. Fuck. The no, it wasn't, it wasn't. It was one of like an older, one of the older ones. But the old strip. <sighs> Not on the old strip. It was on the new strip, but one of the older ones. Okay. Terrible story. Sorry. Anyways, it has one strip. of the high. No, no, no. That's his name. It's one of the biggest sports book. Like as far as like the screens, like the amount of places you can do. Like they had like their own horse racing section. They had. It's kind of interesting. They had like little booths. But you can sit there and watch and pay to watch on this or pay to be in this little like cubicle on this with the races on. You pick whatever races and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's like 50 of them. And then like they have all the games up and they have all the lines. So, like essentially Vegas. Like so they have all the odds and things like that. And they have specific areas where you can go watch and place fast or if you're watching the game. So like obviously a big money maker for them is they're going to have a, a you know football game on. And they have a shit ton of seating. Screens are all over the place. So it's kind of almost like just like the biggest bar, sports bar you've ever seen. Only obviously you can bet and stuff. But they have the horse racing things. And that's one of those things. I'm like, you know, I knew people, you know, bet on the horse racing. But I didn't know anything about the season or if it's like football season or yeah. anything like that. But we're going, I'm like, you're like walking past in these little booths and there's people in there. And it's weird because like you can see through the glass and, and they can see you. And they're in this tiny little room watching this little TV <laughs> and like watching the horse races and like, I, I mean, I guess that's cool. I, I, I don't know. This I just thought it was interesting. I again blew my mind. I was thinking there's a season to like horse racing, but nope, it's all the time, wow. everywhere. It's and, so yeah, people were putting bet, bets and stuff like that on on the races. They go out of their booth, they come back into their booth, they go yeah. out that kind of thing. So yeah, that's the way my uncle is. So or my uncles were or are, I guess. So, but I mean. I, He's gone to a couple, uh, I think the Preakness or the Belmont's near Baltimore. Mm. I can't remember which one. There's one in New York and one's in Baltimore, close to Baltimore. I don't think it's in Baltimore. Yeah, I have no yeah, quality input. He's been to that it's one. probably going to be wrong. So I'm not even yeah, going to so I, I don't know either. <laughs> but yeah, but now there's some website he goes on and just he'll sit there and just. Mm. I mean, he's not betting big money. Right, but, right. Yeah, he'll put in, okay, I got $5 on a 12. Right. I go, okay, honky, get it. <laughs> Make your bread, bro. <laughs> but then he's like, fuck, I lost. <laughs> well, but yeah. How he, you guys, right? Yeah, he's took me a couple times and, uh, you know, when I was, not before I was 18, you know, I couldn't bet, but obviously, and he, you know, they give us a book and like show you all the races going on. And he's like, oh, which one do you want to bet on? And I was like, He's got a pretty cool name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like but bet him. I don't know. So And finishing out the <laughs> finishing out the field. Sorry. The guy I picked. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So that was that's how I picked my horses, but anyway. It's insane like the amount of money that goes into having like a racehorse. Like I remember watching one of those ESPN documentaries about one of the guys that did the race or one of the guys behind the horse, like behind the horse. Oh, like that one major guy who, uh, it was like the, the yeah, the trainer, winners? the trainer. Yeah. yeah. Like how much it, it like cake is involved Dude, in that. It's, it's ridiculous amounts, which is like even hard old. to fathom how much, you know, the money that goes into that having a racehorse and, you know, this guy's getting paid. Millions of dollars to take care of these horses and all. And I was like, yeah. And then, you know, plus after, uh, like who, who was the latest horse to win the Triple Derby? Triple, de- Triple Derby? 
Uh, Triple Crown. Crown. Triple Crown. American Pharaoh? American yes, Pharaoh? Yes, that's not... I, I recognize the name. So I'm going to say yes. American Pharaoh. Pharaoh. I think American Pharaoh is the, right, is the right name. The latest one. I think so. Okay. That sounds right. But anyway... Seabiscuit. No, I know. <laughs> did he win? No, no. Did he's he just like really old. He like got really, a movie really though. Old. Yeah. Toby Maguire, right? Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. He did super... He did Spider-Man. Seabiscuit. Spider-Man. But no, he was... But I think, yeah, just going on what you're saying, that just after they win, I mean, just them going out for their... They're studs then. Yeah, they're studs, bro. And they they're just, just make making, more horses. <laughs> I, I, I want you to bang my horse, and they will but they pay you insane, 250 grand. Yeah, they pay insane amounts of money to yeah, like, just, start them out, right? Yeah. It's just like, damn, all right, well, we're going to have another triple crown That's right a here. part of the world I will never know anything about <laughs> until I win the lottery and lose it all on a horse. No, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, that's just, you know, I mean, if you want to talk about dog breeds and... Human genetics and stuff. Obviously, yeah, you pair the best of the best, right. and hopefully, you get something better. Then you just re- repeat the process, right. right? That's where, like, they they pay, like it's really important to have like the lineage of like this horse goes back generations and all that. Like, I know, I know the little that I do know. I've heard that like it's a very big deal to to have a documented history of where your horse came from. So, like, check out the paperwork and stuff like that. Yeah, but. Well, that was one thing I forgot who was talking about. It. I don't know if it's Burt Kreiser or Tom Segura, like you said, but they were talking about you know how the bloodlines of dogs have gotten so pure. Oh, yeah, so over the, over the years, right? Yeah, that it's almost just become that it's starting. You know, you would think, yeah, with a good bloodline, you don't have to worry about anything. But now it's that oh, you're seeing more health issues. I think he had a mastiff or something, and it's. Right. Like the hip dysplasia mm-hmm. or something. German like, Shepherds are really known for that, right? Yeah, and it was just insane. He was like, what the hell? Is this like a pure bloodline? And like, I don't know how factual yeah. this is, but this is what he Not was for stating that. I think from that's a accurate, vet. Yeah. yeah. And you would th- I would think the opposite, though. It's like, because, oh, you right. have bloodlines, period. You ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, I think it's like the um, the pictures, like they'll have pictures of like, uh, you know, 80 years ago what a dog the dog looked like or like what the bulldog looked like and now what it looks like you know like so it looks way different or like they'll have like yeah a German Shepherd is like a third of the size it used to be or I can't remember if that's the correct breed but I I do know what you're talking about I, mean, I don't remember if it was different then but I've heard that before of like hey this is what a dog this dog used to look like 100 years ago mm-hmm. and it was like this old black and white photo and it looks like a totally different animal compared to what it is today but yeah I guess if you have Maybe this is not a great way to say it, but like, let's say you had a uh, a family member that you uh, created a, a child with. If you both are carry a gene for a specific disease or condition, mm-hmm. well, I mean, your odds greatly increase of ha- that kid having uh, that condition. Whereas if you had the odds of being with a random person, having a kid with a random person that doesn't have that, well, that cuts your odds way down yeah right so if you're constantly putting these dogs that are high risk at maybe these conditions or that are susceptible to these conditions you're just constantly putting them together odds are good that they'll change over time or they'll have those health issues like you know zeke is german short hair pointer and they're i guess they're known to have skin issues or allergy issues really right i didn't know that that. like i mean here skin issues like He's got dry skin. He itches all the time. He doesn't know how to do it anyways. He's a dummy. But <laughs> um, but we've heard from multiple people that they typically have some allergy issues to food and are sometimes have trouble with allergy, dry skin, things like that. Really? I never. That's what we've that. heard, like just doing some re- general research for the dog. And that's just from... I breeding? think it's just kind of the breed is known for that. And and the maybe that's are, not for everybody, but, but that could be something. A lot. Of, I mean, that's, you know, now that we're talking about it, it could, I think it's, I've probably heard that before, but it's been something that has been maybe an issue on a handful of the dogs. And then somewhere down the line, they just, you know, they want the dogs to, you know, instead of being mutts, they're going to be purebred GSBs that, down the line, they all develop, develop these problems. I don't know. I mean, like I said, the German Shepherd point, or not German Shepherd, the German Shepherd has known for having the hip problems and stuff like that. I think that's pretty genetic. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, we talked about the same thing. What you're talking about, if you go into humans, I mean, depending on your parents and their right. parents, I mean, I think heart disease and 
it's more stomach cancer. It seems to run on my dad's side right. of the family. Well, can't, stomach cancer on my dad's side, mm-hmm. heart disease on my mom's side. So, and that's what you know. If somebody's ever asked me about my mortality or anything. Well, that might a strong word. Yeah, I know you're saying. Well, you know, like, right? yeah. yeah, probably gonna die of a heart attack. <laughs> if that don't get me, then I guess some kind of cancer. So. What's well, like you know, a lot of people are that we're like, like. So this person had a heart attack at like 40 and they're like alright well my dad had a heart attack at 40 and his dad had a heart attack at 40 so it's like hold on keep talking I wanna, genetic I gotta look up you know but I mean that's how like the whole genetic thing like we talked about the gene expression a couple episodes back we did right yeah. so that I mean but that's like how you know your genetics is directly linked or your you know a condition like having a heart attack at 40 there's a great influence on your genetics you know, there's a lot of other things like your environment and lifestyle choices like if you eat mcdonald's every long you know every day and you drink the rocks tequila no i'm just kidding if you <laughs> if you drink uh, uh alcohol and you have all these other risk factors yeah you're probably more higher risk but that's what it was so uh talking about carrying genes stuff my dad's a carrier of hemochromatosis chromatosis yeah and he wanted me to go get checked out to see if I had that. So, which luckily I didn't. But apparently, for those who don't know what that is, causes your body to store too much iron from the food you eat. Excess iron is stored in your organs, especially in the heart and pancreas. Too much iron can lead to life-threatening conditions. So, yeah. it's like my my family history is like my mom side has has like high blood pressure and cancer on that side my dad's side is the same thing so okay you can talk sarah's saying that she's gonna start preparing the sloppy joe mix sloppy right? joe sloppy joe, sloppy mix. Sloppy joe. <laughs> so yeah did breakfast or breakfast of champions the dinner of champions right is mm-hmm. the rocks tequila sponsored please sponsor us <laughs> please no joke Dwayne, for listening i mean you're probably working out right now so might as well listen to it right <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a gym in Charlottesville. Does he? That he owns the gym? Well, he made a gym. Oh, okay. He built a gym. Okay. He has a gym. Is it shaped like... He works out. Okay. Why? Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does work out. <laughs> but Lance was telling me about like a picture of him that he's been... Because he's been training for that Black Adam role. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about it. Yeah, too. like you're like, dang, he's big. And then like Lance is like, have you seen the photo of him recently? Like, he he's been, got bigger. God, I was like, that guy's huge and he's bigger. So... I mean, you know, I you know, I like the rock. I have all the respect for him. But if yeah. you go back and kind of I think we've talked about Barry Bonds being on steroids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His hat size and stuff. But if you look at the rock back it's a different in, human when he was wrestling <laughs> in WWE yeah. and when you look at him like I remember first coming in I forgot which Fast and Furious it was. There's nine of them now. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, dude, they're fucking huge. They're documentaries too. Sorry, yeah. no, sorry. They're, they're great documentaries. They're going to space on the next one. It's crazy that they're filming the documentary right now, yeah. <laughs> Shit. But yeah, that dude just keeps growing. Yeah. I didn't think it worked like that. That's something in the water down there. <laughs> yeah. What you drinking, man? That that's too much termana tequila. Well, that's the crazy thing is that they work. Steroids. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we were talking to Lance and I. Shout out to Lance. Uh that because uh, we were talking about Brock doing steroids, and I forgot how we got on the subject. But then we went into how Joe Rogan automatic, not automatically, but he was very open about. Oh, what he, he's, yeah, he's not very. He, he didn't say steroids, but he's taking you know HGH, and he is a testosterone replacement. Okay, and obviously he went on about all his vitamins right. and shit that he does. Yeah, he's pretty open about that. Yeah, and somebody called him out being a walking supplement store, but uh, that's his choice. But yeah, I think he was just kind of saying that. It's like, yeah, I mean. I don't care if people know that I know, but or know that I'm taking them. But you can kind of—I mean, you can kind of tell. I don't know if you can really tell with Joe Rogan because he's not—you know—he's he's thick and short and stock. But yeah, but it, you know, but he—the way he talked is like he does it by—you know—he found a Jack doctor or something once. He's like, "Hey, how do I do this right?" So just mm-hmm. his forehead. Somebody knows what they're doing. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> hey, let me just not take a bunch of shit, and all of a sudden my forehead grows and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean. I, I would say there's, I mean, it's different. I guess maybe maybe to go riff off this, but it's different if you were in a sport, right? Obviously, that is, they're trying to make it everything is fair on the, le- on the level. Obviously, with like baseball and football and basketball, I mean, you don't probably hear about it too much in basketball, but I'm sure it exists. But, you know, 
Well, the uh, whole point of the sport is, or the point of the sport, but like obviously they 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 outlaw steroids because everyone should be on on the level, right? You, the advantage is someone's cheating, cheating, right? If they take steroids, where everyone else is not allowed to take steroids. So, but if you're not a professional ball player. If you want to, I mean, why not? If you're not in a, in a, a, if you do a it right. sport, yeah, I mean, I don't, you know. Well, that's what I don't see why not. Well, that's what I, I was. I'm not saying him. go do it, go do it, kids, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's what I was telling him. If somebody offered to me, I would be hesitant, right? But you know, I said, well, am I really trying to go to the CrossFit Games? Right. Am I really trying to win the Super What's Bowl? What's the risk and reward? Right? Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Like, all right, is this my right arm going to grow and nothing else, or what? Yeah, like I, I think I would. I would like to see myself try it for 30 days. Right. And as long as I knew, like, kind of what we were saying is that somebody said, all right, take this much, do right. this. Or it's very regulated or very tested, right? Yeah, very to a science. All right, then after, you know, two weeks, three weeks, we'll check your blood, see what's mm-hmm. going on. Then we'll change it out. Kind of how they were doing it with the Icarus. Right. I know yeah. we talked that's about a, that That's a before. perfect example. Yeah. Because he was like, hey, we're taking this much. All right, let's check some stuff. All right, now we'll do right. this. Yeah. Yeah, I It'd be interesting. I, I would definitely like to be able to. This is more for a personal. I think like I would not saying that I'd be like, oh, I would definitely do steroids if someone gave me the chance. You know, I'm not planning on competing for the CrossFit Games at all unless I make it to the Masters Division, like the 70 plus. <laughs> you know, I just need yeah. to outlast somebody. But yeah, take whatever you want. Make yourself at home, Sarah. You don't have to whisper. <laughs> you can come in and say hi if you want to, everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, oh uh, steroid stuff. Like, yeah. you know, would would I take it more? I probably, if I was going to take it, I would just to see what the difference would actually be. Like, is this going to actually give me 50 pounds here, or am I going to look like I'm actually fucking cut out of stone? Yeah. Now, you know, I know that there is risk and all that stuff, but I would, would not, I, you know, just, just me talking, I wouldn't put anything in my body that I didn't think would be like, that's not well tested or mm-hmm. well researched. Obviously, yeah. people can have different like you reactions. You go to a back stuff. alley and they just say, hey, man, put yeah. this in here. Like, hey, man, okay, yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> okay. Right in the cheek, dude, right, right there. But, you know, would I be, I mean, if I knew there was very, very little risk and I wasn't competing for anything, I was just working yeah, out. Wow. Why not? I mean, try for 30 days. Yeah. But if I was planning on being a CrossFit athlete or if I was planning on hitting a baseball for a living, I probably wouldn't fuck around with that stuff because. Well, I mean, ego and stuff like that comes into it. You know, and we've talked about hard work versus talent before. And, you know, you get to a certain point, you know, and just like, man, you know, I need. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, you know, will do everything they can correctly to get to where they want to be. But it's like got to do something, man. I'm sure there's probably some movies I can't even think of that's some guy is like, hey, man, I need some type of... Captain America. Extra. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Too soon? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. He got shot up with some stuff. Yeah, man. He's a superhero. But no, I mean... Crazy they killed that little guy and put that big screen on screen now. (laughs) But, you know, it's just like, oh, I want an extra push. I need something else to get me over the edge. I'm doing... Everything correctly, and you know, and some people just it's just not there for them. right. I guess I see that as like I look through the view of like I would just like to see personally to see like how strong or how like you know how much I could you know not not like in the I'm going to tear my body up to get this lift, but what would I be capable of if I could do that with the like the uh, steroids or the supplements or whatever? Because like a steroid is essentially what a supplement is. Yeah. You know, if you see people who are like, oh, I'm all natural, but I do take BCAAs. I also take pre-workout. I also take uh, uh, my creatine. And I also, out, huh? okay, you're supplementing. This is, I mean, the steroid is just like a different type of supplement. And it's the way I see it. But I don't condone cheating. I think if you compete in a sport that you need to be clean, you should be clean. But on a personal level, be like, I would like to see how far I could go if I, you know. I agree. What if, you know, what would it be like, you know, to do that? Do I need to do that? Am I invested in doing that right now? No. Yeah. But if I'm someone like Joe Rogan that is not a competitor, he's a UFC commentator. He also does this podcast that is pretty popular recently, if you've heard about it. Oh, uh, it's a couple times. So, yeah. I mean, he's doing okay for himself. What does he have to lose? I mean, other than, like, if he's probably not going to – he's so health conscious. Yeah. He's probably not going to put anything – like we just talked about. Yeah. So, what's the deal with trying it out? Yeah, he has – there's anything that was wrong a great, with that. That was a great point. He has nothing to lose. He – nobody – 
you know, everyone kind of compliments him on his martial arts and weightlifting and stuff, and that's what he's known for. But, you know, on his podcast, if he does say something very controversial, you know, just he's just expressing his opinion. That's what he more gets right. roped into. He's like, and, you know, like with Spotify pulling, I don't want to make this whole right, right. last section part of this podcast about Joe Rogan, but, you know, they pulled off episodes of him talking, you know, conspiracy theories or, uh, you know, talking about transgender people. Censoring issues. Yeah, right? exactly. It's like, oh, no, you can't talk about that. But you know that's more of what he gets roped into. Well, Joe Rogan said this about whatever. There was recently he did yeah. he did something. There was some girl who has an OnlyFans, and you know uh, Jamie, the guy that runs produces the show, I guess or whatever. He pulled a picture up of her, and I forgot her name. Man, I have to look it up now. But there was an article about it I read. And anyway, she she's not the best looker, I guess is what you could say. Okay. And Joe Rogan said, "Yeah, she can she can keep that." Or something like that. And she has an OnlyFans. Apparently, she does pretty well. Okay. And now then she called him out like, well, you know, you don't like me and blah, blah, blah. And I don't remember what she said. But she called him out for saying whatever he said. All right. And yeah, so. And that's what it's more that's what he's called it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just, okay. He said he didn't like it. Okay, cool. That's move, his, move that's on. his opinion. Yeah, yeah, move on, lady. But I guess... She decided to make a video, right. and maybe was, she gets some clout that way. Now she gets there you out go. there, and now That's probably what it is right? with Joe Rogan and her. Now she's going to get more views. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, it's illegal to have an opinion about anything, apparently, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to have Spotify pull your shit or pull, you know, I don't know. Like I don't know. I've been on Spotify recently. Like they haven't taken my podcast down or anything. I don't have a podcast, um, <laughs> but you know, this is the same thing. I agree. I totally agree. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. But. Yeah. It's this world we live in now. Yeah. Because it's so easy. Very thin skin. You know. It's very like His opinion. Skin. He's allowed to have an opinion. I, I mean, that's what the uh, Constitution the, says, right? Oh, what's the old saying? Like, you know. Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah, it's like sometimes an they, Yeah, it's like assholes. It's like, everyone's got one. And a lot of times they stink. <laughs> you know, so. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing wrong with that. But. That was a. Jump from steroids, right? Is that, I'm just trying to remember. I was like, Wait, yeah, we were talking about steroids yeah, okay, and we got to right. Joe Rogan, and then I, oh, okay. I was talking about how people wouldn't call him out on the steroids. Oh, okay, so, call him out on the steroids. So, yeah. yeah, sorry, no, I just I had, to, I had total brain fart when I was thinking about nah, trying to make a stupid joke about <laughs> opinions and assholes. <laughs> no, it's a good, it's a good one, man. But uh, I think Sarah's cooking in there. Should we take this home? Yeah, getting ready to what eat dinner and then Mortal Kombat. Mortal, so. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so eating sloppy joes. We're gonna watch Mortal Kombat tonight, and uh, so far reviews have been a okay with me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that's just not from the press, but from actual people who've watched it. Yeah, real people. We've seen them. <laughs> we've talked talk to, talk to them. Talked to them. Yeah, in person, not through social media. So that's our Saturday night, and maybe some few more ranch riders here. Hell yeah! And just to see where that life takes us. But, Word. Um, thanks for being here, dude. Yeah, well, thanks. thanks. As always, thanks for having me on. Pleasure. All right. Well. Uh, so we got folks. So uh, wish us luck on a Mortal Kombat and Sloppy Joe's. I guess we'll maybe let y'all know later what has to go. Part right? two. Okay. Do we continue? No. <laughs> Bye, folks. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.